music's playing in my head. All right. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, welcome to another episode of Fourth Stringers. I'm here with Alvin. What's up? What's up, man? He's a local comedian uh, in New York City. Uh, what's up, man? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Comedy's dead. I heard. Yeah. What's going on now? Like, how? how do you still even call yourself a comedian? What are you doing? Like... <laughs> I'm so unproductive these days that like if people say if people ask me like what what have you been up to I uh-huh. get I get offended. Yeah, you're like don't ask that. I'm just like how dare you? Do you know me? Like it is none of your business <laughs> what I am doing with my day. You know, I think the more times you jerk off in a day, the more you get offended at that question. You get, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm I'm at a ten because I jerk off <laughs> yeah, ten it's times like, a day. All you did for like it's four p.m. and you just jerked off like three times in a day, and someone asks you what have you been doing, you're just like, well, excuse me, sir. Okay, <laughs> I I have been very productive. Back up, bro. This is a pandemic. <laughs> Won't you? Won't you? Yeah. Take six feet, six feet that way, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I've been like doing. Um, I started my own podcast. Um, oh, that, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a new endeavor. Yeah, it's it's like two and a half weeks old. Oh really? You yeah. have like eighteen episodes out, right? <laughs> yeah, recording every day. I've been <laughs> fucking bored, dude. I was like, <laughs> I've been so bored. I was like, it's new, man. You're fucking killing it. Right now. Yeah, yeah. I I upload like every day. Every I I committed to two a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you're like I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> yeah, might as well. I yeah, I just have like a, b- a bunch of bonus content out there. Can you equate um how many times like how many podcasts you do? Also, like you get offend, you get more offended with how many podcasts you do in like a week. <laughs> like, you're like yes, you're like yes, yeah. I did seven podcasts last week. Shut the fuck up, dude. My my friend, because I'll post like on my Instagram story, like mm-hmm. oh, there's a new podcast episode out, and my friend messaged me. He's like, "Damn, you must be lonely," and, and, I, and, and that pissed me yeah. off. I was like, "Because <laughs> it was true." So I was like, "Dude, fuck you, man." That like, was unnecessary. Completely. Why don't you come with company instead of these negative this negative energy? Yeah, it's like then fucking let's hang out yeah bro. yeah jesus you have some asshole friends i know dude. fuck that and he he actually does uh bjj too oh he does i don't know if you know him luis lopez he's he, i don't know if luis lopez wait yeah. wait and where does he do it i don't know the community is very small oh really yeah yeah he's, he was a blue belt and he won some like tournament for blue belts see the thing is Okay, outside looking into jujitsu, you think like, wow, he won a tournament, right? Yeah. Uh, bro, I was competing at like two tournaments a month. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it depends what tournament, I guess, but there's so few tournaments that really mean anything. Right. Because like sometimes I'll go into a tournament and I'll go and I'll go against some like world-class people. That's the dream. That's what I want to do. But then sometimes I go against these like office guys or like these hobbyists and like, their kids are there and like their right, girlfriends right. there yeah, and I'm yeah. like oh, I'm sorry I got to do this to your dad and like he's like oh go dad you got him and I'm like I'm sorry your dad does not got this so I like I can't even fake it you know like yeah it's a dangerous game like at the end of the day we're trying to like break each other's limbs or or choke each other unconscious right especially in a competition setting there's no room to be nice so it like you know it's fucked up but like I'm gonna make your dad look stupid if <laughs> You know? Wait, let me ask you this. So, if you're going against some dude and his girl is watching, and you're like you you like wreck him, mm-hmm. does that feel good? Are you yeah. Like, dude, Are you kidding up? me? <laughs> like, like you know, they say martial arts, you gotta like curb your ego and stuff like that. It's yeah. very hard sometimes when you're like sure. walking on air because you just submitted everybody in under a minute. Like, yeah. it's fucking crazy, and you're like, 
winking at people. They're like, who is this guy? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like pa- it's power. Like martial oh, gives yeah. you power. It, yeah. Yeah, it does. And then it, it also gives you like like the ability to like do something about stuff, I guess. But I don't know, dude. It, it's it's uh, it's like martial arts is everything, basically. Mm-hmm. Like you could just equate it to everything, like, you know? Well, you walk around just knowing like if someone messes with you, chances are you could fuck them up. Yeah, but the thing is, I wouldn't want to get into a street fight, and it's only because if I do get some sort of hurt or cut, like sure I could beat this guy up, but it'll take away from my training ultimately. Like I'll have to be out like a week or something, and that week kills me. Like anytime I get injured, I immediately get depressed because mm-hmm. I can't train. Like what? Like um, two weeks ago my i don't know if you can see this but my foot popped like you see this my yeah, that, my ankle looks huge so um it used to just be an ankle like what do you this. mean if i could see it of course i could see it. it's <laughs> fucking massive i don't know if this one this one isn't as bad anymore but yeah. look like you see this this is like a normal person's foot you see that that rotation that i have yeah it's because my foot got popped and like the tendons i like you know they got stretched or whatever and now i have like flexibility in this fo- unnatural <laughs> flexibility right uh-huh. so um so it's a good thing so it's a good thing yeah i forgot oh yeah yeah so i pop my ankle and then two days later like i just tape it up right and then two days later i pop my rib like i pop the back of my rib so I that's know you could pop a rib yeah 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 you if you pop your rib that's probably the most painful thing you could do because every breath you take hurts because so so like um i popped it i didn't pop it that bad but i just couldn't train for like i couldn't train for like five days and i immediately gained like 15 pounds I, <laughs> i'm such a spiral i spiraled dude i was like don't talk to me nobody talked to me. what were you eating is your diet like i just a- eat everything dude like the quarantine yeah i imagine i walk around at like 155 160 i blew up to 188 Damn. And I remember my rock bottom is so funny. I was making pancakes only because <laughs> I wanted like maple syrup, right? I just wanted to eat maple syrup. And I'm like, this is taking so fucking long. And I remember just squeezing maple syrup into my mouth. And Ew. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, this is rock bottom. Jesus like, I'm Christ. never doing this again. So you weren't training at that time? No, I was quarantined, dude. Everybody was, I was losing my mind. Yeah. I thought I had Corona like every five minutes. Dude. Yeah. Every day I woke up, I thought I had Corona. How were you during that? I mean, you know, stand-up is... Not doing stand-up was uh, an adjustment because for three months, there was literally nothing. Oh, shit. And Because uh, there weren't even, like, outdoor shows. Mm-hmm. And before that, like, dude, I was doing... I was getting up on stage, like, so, like every day. Yeah. You know, like, multiple times a day. So wow. it, was, it was just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, did you did you make your, your... Like, do you pay your rent doing comedy? Or do you have a job? I pay a, I pay a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like a part time job. Oh, uh, uh, what were you doing? Like right before, it was just like temping. So it's like, like just like temping in an office. Oh, like okay. A temporary employee. Okay, so okay. Just working part time and then doing comedy. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was going on the road a decent amount, mm-hmm. and road gigs actually pay a good amount. Yeah, you can like do more time. Um, shows in the city just don't pay shit. I bet, they but it's good anything. stage time. Right, like you're going up like as much as possible. You can go up a lot, but sets are only like 15 minutes at the most. Uh huh. Whereas like on the road, you can like make like, you know, hundreds of dollars and then do like a 40, 45 minute 
to an hour set. The road seems taxing though. Like I, I don't know. Like like uh, it's probably a lot of fun right now, but like I'd imagine getting older, like just fucking every weekend, I gotta pack yeah. my shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially if you start going to places that just suck. Yeah. You what's know? the shittiest? Uh, that was actually one of the questions I was gonna ask. I was gonna be like, Yo, what's the shittiest place you've ever been to? Um, there have just been so, just like so many random places in like Connecticut, you know. Uh-huh. Connecticut. Oh, dude, I remember there's this there's this place in Connecticut. It was this black audience, and uh, it was like this woman's like sixty five year old. She was like turning sixty five. Uh huh. And uh, she kept talking during my set, she, <laughs> so I told her to shut the fuck up. Oh my god! And then I just made fun of him for being old. And then the sixty-five-year-old black woman just gets up and starts charging the stage. Oh shit! And other people have to hold her back. No way! And then the whole party has to leave. Yeah. And uh, I don't even remember what I said. I just I think you I just, just called kept, her old. I just kept calling her an old bitch or something. <laughs> something that wasn't very creative. <laughs> And she it couldn't was, handle it. Yeah, and it was doing well with the crowd, so I'm like, I, I'll, I'll keep doing it. That's so funny. It's like, you know how like a baby will make a noise and get everybody to laugh? Yeah. And then you just keep making that same noise. You're yeah, like, old, yeah. old, old, and everybody's dying yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she just couldn't handle it. You just gotta, you just gotta do what works. I know? saw, I saw one of the clips on your page, and it was talking about um, bombing in front of uh, black audiences. Yeah. And you were like, that there's something. Um, Actually, really specific to New York, where if you're bombing, they start jingling their fucking keys at you. Yeah, dude, like, what? Like, does that happen all the time? I mean, so they do it in like certain venues. Mm-hmm. I I knew that they actually used to do that in Atlanta too. So it's actually, <laughs> dude, I'd imagine Atlanta's fucking rough, but also like it's hit or miss. I'd say because like if you're getting booed, you're getting fucking booed. I feel like. Yeah, Atlanta. yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I get like that's. I think black audiences just either love or hate you. And I started. Oh, that's comedy. so great. I started comedy in Atlanta. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Where uh, we started talking about where you're from, but like, where are you from? I, I didn't get that. So I grew up in Virginia, right, right next to DC. Uh huh. But right after college, I moved down to Atlanta for a job. Oh uh, shit! But I was doing uh, I was doing comedy down there for like a year, and then I came up to New York. What got you into comedy? I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. I always just always enjoyed stand up. Yeah. Um, like when I was a kid, I was like class clown, uh-huh. in like elementary school, middle school, and uh, yeah, just making people laugh is just something I like doing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have like really, really serious artistic reasons. Like, man, I just love the craft and the writing. And yeah. People. There's a lot of people comedians who are just like students of comedy, where every new special they come out that mm-hmm. comes out, like they'll they'll uh, study it and they'll mm-hmm. like examine like jokes. Oh, I see. Like, I mean, I don't do that shit. You know what? I, I feel like sometimes people are like attuned to a funny vibe where they could just tap into like, they're just like funny. Like there's just some yeah. people I feel like are just naturally funny and you're like, damn, like fuck. Like, I, and I'd imagine those people are, who are such students that like, they're like, Oh, there's a way to get like that one. Sometimes it's just like, nah, he's just funny, dude. Like, yeah. He could just, he's just in the zone. Like, you know, like, that's the most frustrating thing is like when you've been and uh, I, I don't know if this is uh, this is like a there's a similar case within mm-hmm. like BJJ, but there's just some people who are just talented. Oh, yeah, of course. Of and course. And like they have they have everything so much less stage time than you, <laughs> but there's so much funnier. And you're just like, what the fuck? That's so funny. Yeah. What What do you like? Is there anyone at the local level you can like name who's like that that you think like off the top of your head? 
Um, I mean, no, because I hate. I don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to associate with them. Give them any promotion. This fucking free ride, motherfucker. <laughs> They've got enough success. I'm yeah, not, yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude, Screw those guys. There was like five My names bad. that came to mind, but I'm not gonna, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> suck. I don't even like them. <laughs> if you don't like them, I don't like them. I'm on your side. Yeah, dude. I do everything in my power to sabotage them. That's what ha- actually. There, it's so funny because there are people in in our sport who just like been doing jujitsu for like two years mm-hmm. and like oh like here's this like bodybuilder who came into jujitsu and he's like he can do backflips like and like he's just like <laughs> fucking up all the legends of our sport yeah. like r- steamrolling them we're like no yeah damn <laughs> like he's only 22 fuck like he's on roids like you know like everyone just gets mad and right, starts right. like but no I, it, that's in everything that's in everything that sucks well those guys are a huge problem right like it once you get strong enough to the mm-hmm. point like because i don't know i've seen youtube videos of like people try to grapple with like really really mm-hmm. strong people and like doesn't it just be like their strength just becomes a huge problem because there can't, like, there comes a point where you don't have to learn much more than like the basics and if you have enough strength you can just compensate for everything but yeah. that's a like but that's extreme, that's the thing like strength but like that's like what it's all about where it's like that's where the art part of it comes in where like mm-hmm. you that's a reality and you have to be able to deal with that so how would you deal with that and that's the fun part of mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu where it's like yeah there's people who exist like that who are like i can't tell you how many fucking like like there's uh there's a culture in jiu-jitsu sometimes when people visit your gym you have certain people who are called mad enforcers mm-hmm. and it's like an unspoken culture but like basically the young guns at the gym like the 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 guys who go there regularly who are like competitors like somebody will come into your gym and the black belt he'll be like yo go roll with him like go 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 roll with that guy oh. yeah yeah and like so um so they kind of rep the school and yeah 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 you can't are. you can't let um outsiders come in and steamroll your school right and like so badass it's fucking crazy like i walk into a school i know i have a target on my back and i live for that shit that shit is so fun because you can dismantle people so technically where you don't have to use strength and they just feel that you're on another level that it's like it's like uh you don't know what it's like till you experience it Mm -hmm. like there's there's still it's so corny it's like there's still wonder left in the world because like there's still shit that can't be explained with words like the way it feels when like a world champion is like just killing you with technique there's no amount of strength you can put anywhere because he's just re-diverting putting you off balance and you're like i'm fucking what what is going i don't even know anything yeah they make you feel like you're fucking retarded there's nothing you (laughs) could do right so i mean like i like being that so when you're a mad enforcer there's like huge guys that'll come in and you have to be ready for those like D1 wrestlers, like people who don't know jujitsu but are just ridiculously strong and need to see the art in action. Mm-hmm. Like they need to be become believers. Like that that was me. I, I went into jujitsu the first time and I got fucked up by a fourteen year old for two months. Like fucked up. How old were you? I was twenty three. And did you have a weight advantage over him? Hell yeah. He was fourteen, like <laughs> barely going finished going through puberty. Yeah. Like he was like Oh my god, he was like a little taller than me, super skinny, probably like 130, 120 pounds. And he was just choking me the fuck out, dude. It was crazy. And like toying with me and yeah. and you know like 
That's awesome. I always thought I was like, uh, I could defend myself. Like, I was like, yeah, I do CrossFit or whatever the fuck. I lift weights. I'll, I'll be fine, you know? And uh, he fucked me up and, like, it pulled the curtain from my eyes. I'm like, wow, I don't know shit. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, if a girl or if a little fucking 14 year old who knew jujitsu really wanted to fuck me up right now, there would be literally nothing I could do to stop them. <laughs> and that fucked with me, dude. Yeah. So I started going like two, three times a day, like every day. Holy shit. And then how, how far back was this? That was five years ago. I'm 28 now. Okay. So I started training almost every day. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I just started training almost every day. And then luckily, um, the people in New York, the level so high, and I made friends with all of them, and they just adopted me into, like, the pro circle. So now I get to train with, like, some of the best in the world, like UFC. Awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. a good community out here. Yeah. So when you tell – also, when you tell me, like, your friend won a tournament, I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. Like, a tournament. <laughs> like, I have fucking – I have a box of medals that I don't even do anything with. Like, right, right. Just, like, you know, like, a fucking tournament, you Yeah, know? yeah. No, I didn't mean that as, like, a, oh, my friend's a big No, deal. no, no, I, I know, like, but – it's he just won something. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's just outside looking in, like, because, like, I've heard that before, where, like, people will hang up the one belt that they have and be like, yeah, I want a fucking tournament. <laughs> right. And, we're, and I'm like, who did you beat for that, though? Yeah. It was just some old fucking dude who got placed in your division because he didn't have anybody to go against in his division. Right, like, right. what is, it? like, yeah, so. But, uh, yeah, fuck talented people. <laughs> That's what this is about, right? Yeah, it's it's crazy. But like you said, like D one wrestlers come in to mm-hmm. to your school, and I mean, I mean, they have a much better base than like just a guy who does bodybuilding. Yeah, so I have to either take them to the ground or or invite them into the ground. Like I'll I'll accept like side control in order for me to get good grips on them where they can't run away. Because like it would be a real fucking problem for me to try to one on one stand up grapple him. But I probably would be able to do it because wrestling doesn't have the threat of submissions. Mm-hmm. So if I, like in wrestling, if you grab a headlock, they don't have to worry about getting choked the fuck out. Oh. Like they could like finish the double leg or whatever. Like if I have a headlock and you take me down, if you don't address the grip on your neck, I'm going to put you to sleep before right. we touch the ground. You right, know what right. I mean? So like that's why D1 wrestlers, they that they don't know that until they know, until we show it to them and then they're like, oh, this is so cool. This is like, so it changes everything, you know? So it's kind of like, would you say like wrestling is to BJJ as like boxing is to like kickboxing? And like... Mm, almost. Because it's almost, like almost, more. but it actually, yeah. Yeah, that that's pretty, yeah, that's good because wrestling is a fucking hard martial art. Mm-hmm. Like that's a martial, that's an American martial art. I feel, well, I, it's not, it comes from like India. It comes from all over. Like they've had wrestling forever, but like, American folk style wrestling is hard. Like I would equate it. Yeah, I would equate it to that. But wrestlers would get mad if they heard me say that. They'd be like, "Fuck that, we're kickboxing, and you guys are fucking whatever." But boxing. I just feel like there's just extra because anything that's allowed in wrestling is allowed it is allowed in BJJ, right? And more, yeah. But but the pace is different. Versa. The pace is different. So in wrestling you have three minute periods and jujitsu it could go on for forever until somebody submits but like the there three are no rounds in, BJJ? In, in there can be it depends what rule set you compete in but you never have a wrestling match that's like forever mm-hmm. a jujitsu match could last an hour 
if nobody submits each other. Wow. Yeah, like it's it becomes like I've had death matches like that where it's like, all right, you put up a hundred dollars, I'll put up a hundred dollars. First person to submit gets the money. That you know? sounds awful. Uh, it sounds like a terrible time. It's it's interesting because you find out a, a lot about yourself. There's yeah, I don't want to find out about myself and how big of a pussy I secretly am. See, I'm a pussy. I'm a pussy, dude. I know I'm a pussy. But the thing is, you become you f- you face that inner pussy, right? And then you're like, all right, like ugh, all right, I'm a pussy, but I don't want to get submitted right now. Like that's uh, like one <laughs> one um one like moment that really sticks out in my head was. I had my ex at a tournament. My ex used to come to some of my tournaments with me, yeah. and I never lost in front of her. So um, nice. there was one time, though, where it was like one of my early tournaments. I was still a white belt, and I wouldn't bother to lose the weight to get into a lower division. I would just like the 160 to 170 bracket, I'd come in like 162. And if you see the tournament pictures I have on my page, everybody's like taller than me. Yeah. So like I'll stand on the first place podium, and we're all the same height. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. fucking huge as fuck so the last match of the gold medal match is no time limit and it's submission only so i'm on my fucking back this guy's squishing me dude he's so much bigger and stronger than me it's like seven eight minutes in i have no energy and then i'm just looking at my my ex and she's like all worried and shit yeah and i'm like oh all right let me just fucking give up my arm like i don't like i'll get i'll do a controlled tap and like i don't have to fucking like, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember facing that moment where I just gave up in my head. And then I'm like, I'm trying to go for it. And this guy's not taking the bait. Like, I'm giving him the submission. He's not taking the bait. Mm. And I'm like, fuck this guy, dude. He doesn't even know, like, to do the fucking arm lock to me. I'm giving you the fucking arm lock. You won't go for it. And I'm like, I'm not losing to this fucking retard. Like, I was so mad. I was so mad he wouldn't just submit me. And then I ended up pulling through and submitting him. And he nice. was so fucking mad. But, like it gets a little easier every every time like i have that inner pussy i mean i don't feel like i'm a tough guy at all i just love jujitsu so much that it's like it's fun for me to show up every day i'd imagine that's what like comedy's like where it's like it's almost not even work it's like this is what i love to do yeah like there's no there's nothing else i'd rather be doing i don't feel complete when i'm not doing right something to further my art yeah so i mean that's that's one of the main reasons i wanted to talk to you about that because like i see you consistently going up all the time so like how you're what are you doing to hone your craft now are you doing um do you like write jokes or whatever or like how do you how do you come about your material um okay well i think there's like two like kind of like two questions in there mm-hmm. um so in terms of what i'm doing now like nothing it's it's just yeah. been just been no outdoor terrible. shows i've done a couple but like I'm not going to, like, hang out at, like, an outdoor mic or, like, some of these outdoor mics you have to, like, pay money to do. Really? Like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's weird. Yeah. Um, but in terms of coming up with uh, with material, I mean, it usually just starts off, like, you're just going about your day. Uh-huh. And you just think of it, an idea and then you just write Something it down. Something funny. Oh. Yeah. And so some people like to sit down and write out an entire bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, word for word, and then they bring it to the stage. Mm-hmm. I don't do that because I don't one two because mm-hmm. that's more work so i just have a, i just have a premise and then i just go up on stage and i just say it oh yeah and uh if it bombs well <laughs> it bombs um but you know <laughs> you just keep you just have to keep saying it over and over again and then it just slowly like refines itself. like find the funny in it or whatever 
I think you just you just realize like what changes need to be made because you can judge from like audience reaction. Okay, this part of the joke is working. Mm-hmm. This part isn't working. So either drop oh, it or you okay. gotta change it. Yeah. Um, and it it all happens very very organically. Just because if you're saying something and it's not funny, you're naturally gonna not want to say it again. Or yeah, you're yeah, wanna yeah, change yeah. It just because it's so uncomfortable. Um, so the process is a very organic uh-huh. process. Damn, I I remember. So the open mic I did the first one I did was it was all right because I had some of my friends over there, so like some people were laughing. I guess it was at the um fuck it was in Astoria. Uh, QED. Yes, it was a QED. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It was like a open mic at QED. They're so doing outdoor shows now. Oh really? Yeah. Where? In their backyard. They have a backyard. Uh-huh. They can fit like ten, twelve people. Oh okay. Um. So actually, the gym that I train at, that my boy uh, owns, is a block and a half away. Mm. It's called uh, International Training Center, and it's like literally the stairs to go up to the subway, uh, the, or the train or whatever. It's like the stairs going downstairs. Okay. So um, they were like, I was always talking about doing an open mic. So like a bunch of my friends like just peer pressured me into going, and I was like, yeah, sure. So uh, my ex was like out of town. Dude, she never supported anything I did. Like, <laughs> like she was, was like... Was this the same one that went to your BJJ matches? Yeah, yeah. But, like, she never supported anything I did, like, ultimately. Because, like, she, like... At first, she was very supportive of jiu-jitsu. She's like, yeah, that's a cool, like, hobby or whatever. And then oh. I'm like, this isn't a hobby. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is my fucking life now. And she's like, you're, like, 25. How are you going to change? Oh, this girl sounds like she sucks. Yeah, it, it sucked, man. It was very draining at the... Like, so the podcast i started the podcast with my friend she was like that's so stupid like why she said that's yeah, so she, stupid she was like why would you do that and she's like you're just wasting your time and shit like that i'm like it's fun like why wouldn't i do that it's it's a lot of fun for me i mean like i don't care and and this was at the beginning of it i've had so much success with this not i like the fans we have are like a really good core group of fans but like it this brand like i sell apparel you know, I do media. I get invited to do like um, commentary yeah. and stuff like that, and yeah. and just having people walk around with my brand, it's so like rewarding to like see my boys like training in my gear. Like, um, fucking Chris Weidman wears it. Yeah. Fucking uh, Aljamain Sterling. All wow. my all my boys in the UFC support my brand and shit like that. Like at the end of the day, that's what I'm doing it for. Just to see it out there, see my friends supporting it, and have us all be like, I don't know, to get like together, right? But um, fuck, I forgot where, where I was going with that. I think you're talking about. You're talking about your first open mic. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So she didn't support the podcast. Yeah. She didn't. So um, so she was out of town, and she would never support me doing comedy, <laughs> right? So I remember that was like one of the things I talked about. I was like, uh, uh, that I that was making people laugh. That I was like, yeah, I'm here. The only reason I'm here is because she's like out of town. She would never. <laughs> can support me doing this and she's like she's always telling me to get a full-time job i'm like i'm not doing that and yeah. she's like stop eating all the shit in my fridge and i'm like i'm not i'm not stopping I, i'm chasing a dream i need you to help me and like i could see her point of view why she would want me to get a full-time job to like move in with her and shit like that but i wasn't like ready to do it, it was just such a that was like the biggest problem in our relationship so yeah. at the end of the day i was like i can't keep doing if you're not going to support the things that i want to do i can't like stay in a relationship with you it's too draining so 
But that was the first open mic, and then I went to the Creek in the Cave, or Cove? What is it? Creek in the Cave, yeah. Creek in the Cave. That was the the worst open mic experience, What time did you go? Like, 7 or 8 or some shit like that. On, like, what day? Do you remember? Like, a Thursday, I think. Okay. Um, I went, like, two or three times there. I bombed every time. Of course. And it, it's... very it's, clickish over there. That's what I was going to say. It seems like... It seems like everybody's just on their phone waiting to go up. Yeah. Like, they're not even laughing at your jokes. Like, I was there. I was, like... I feel like I was the only audience member there yeah. with everybody else. Like, I would actually laugh at jokes. I was trying to have, like, a good time. Yeah. But, like, everybody else is so clicky, like, just, like, looking at their phones, going over their bits or whatever the fuck. And then there was this, the only other person who was, like, laughing was this really annoying girl who was just, like, laughing way too loud at everyone's... Like, like fake laughing. Yes, fake laughing yeah. and, like, clapping, like... Or, I, th- I think I know who you're talking And about. she's, like, wearing leopard pants, mm-hmm. so you probably... I don't know. She's just so loud. She's kind of fat? Yes! Yes, dude! <laughs> <laughs> chubby yeah yeah definitely took up a lot of space in the room dude i was so i was so upset i'm like i don't want to laugh at the same jokes as this girl like i don't want to be like this fat bitch am i this fat bitch am like is this what i appeared everybody else i remember and another fucking huge turn off it was so funny there's this girl i was at the bar and this girl starts like hitting on me Mm. and oh god she was so like was she was shaped like a tuna can. <laughs> it was like a tuna can with legs nice, and arms. Nice, like, You hit it? No. <laughs> she had these long-ass nails, too. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, like, long nails for me are such a turnoff because, like, in jiu-jitsu, like, we're so anal about keeping your nails, hmm. like, uh, cut because, yeah. like, people get... So I'm like, like in my head, I'm like, how do you wipe your ass? Like, it it bothers me, you know. I'm like, you you're so you don't do anything. I bet, yeah, like that's yeah, why yeah. you're so you're like a tuna can. And like, she was trying to buy me drinks. And I'm like, I'm alright. I, I had a feeling like she knew like the bartender they were gonna roofie me or some shit. I'm like, oh, I'm good off of that. Like, comedians are very, very, we're a very ugly population. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. It, it what's crazy is that you're like girl, a comedy eight right oh, yeah yeah right yeah <laughs> like, i've i've been called like hot by so many comics and it's just like it's just not true it's just a lie like, i'm like a new york five but a fucking comedy eight yeah. bro. A strong yeah, yeah. eight yeah. bro eight like 11 yeah i'm go. i'm like a jujitsu nine you know <laughs> what i mean but uh, comedy eight a new york five easily it's all perspective it's annoying because like comics will like post like thirst traps on. Instagram. I I remember hearing you say something about this. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, why? Ew. You're disgusting. <laughs> and a couple of comics try to use their sexuality to like, cause you know on TikTok like, yeah, it'll be like people like dancing, just like being yeah, yeah, sexual. Yeah. And I know a couple of comics who are considered hot. They try to do it. And their videos just like bombed really hard. Just oh my like, god! You're, you're not that hot. Like four views. Yeah. And, just <laughs> and then like using whole... eighty tags and still getting like four <laughs> views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People just skipping over. Yeah, just like I don't want to see that. I That's can't. Gross. I can't see that. That's fucking funny, dude. That would that would hurt. That would hurt my ego. I feel like oh my god, it's so funny. We have um, <laughs> we have a uh, uh, a friend called Gay Mike. I mean, I call him Gay Mike, and um, he's super gay. But 
We're in the gayest neighborhood in New York. Are we? Yeah. Is that? Are you here for a reason? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gay, but two of my room two of my roommates are gay. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's and, so great. Uh, that, they yeah. So this is the gayest. This is, <laughs> Do you understand what? how you're coming off though? No, why? You what am I? How am I coming off? You're like, you're like, yeah, you know we're in the gayest neighborhood. I'm like, are you gay? You're like, nah, but both my roommates are gay. I'm not gay though, bro. I just, nah, I just live with these two gay guys. It's no, no big deal, bro. Yeah, I just, I mean, I sound like a closet gay right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your room is literally a closet. <laughs> if you look under my bed over there, there's just some road dildos. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the gayest neighborhood in New York City. Really? And this is the, I think this is the gayest street in New York. The epitome of gay. Yeah, this is where gay is like the ra- the rainbow is very strong. This is where gay lives. This is where the rain. There's like the anytime there's a rainbow in New York, the end actually comes to this street. <laughs> That's how gay it is. That's so funny, dude. I didn't even know. I had no idea. Yeah, super gay. Hell's Kitchen is just Hell's Kitchen. It has such a badass name too. I know. Hell's Kitchen. And there's a bunch of flaming people here. It's yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, wait exactly. a minute. I think they sense. took they took this they took this wrong. They took this too literally. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Like all the gay people go to hell in in like Catholic or Christianity. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, all right, like, Hell's Kitchen. All, all right, Hell's Kitchen. Fuck then it. I'm going. Embrace I'm, it. Yeah, embrace it. <laughs> I've I've actually, so like you would think like you know it's just a fucking huge. <laughs> just like gay people just hitting on you all the time, but mm-hmm. that's actually not the case. But I have been hit on one time around here, and it was actually by an Asian dude. Oh shit! Who was like smaller than me? Oh. And it was like it was. I was at like just like a that's deli. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a deli, and it was pretty late at night because I was uh-huh. coming home from comedy and I was getting dinner. And he just taps me on the shoulder, and he's like. Hey, uh, do you want me to suck you off? Nice. I swear to God, that is my line. <laughs> I, wait, I mean, I mean, I, I mine is a little different. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, like we'll be talking. All right, like, give me, get, say something. Say like, we're like, you're a girl. I'm a guy. I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, hey, what's up? Like, what kind of music you into? No, I really like uh, Coldplay. Oh, Coldplay. Oh, I love Coldplay. You want to make out? Is and, that what you actually and then know? you and then you bring it on them and then they laugh and then I'm like I'm just kidding I'm just kidding yeah and then and then you subconsciously drop that into the conversation every three minutes <laughs> and then eventually it sounds like some bullshit pickup artist oh my god I have friends who are actually go to those seminars I shit on them so much no I I, I it's just something I do yeah and it works brother but Is it really <laughs> you're gonna get me too in the future is it do you want to make up. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make out about it? Or? I might try that line to get punched in the face. Really? Dude, but it's so funny. Like, it comes off. It's the way you say it. You don't yeah, want to oh, say oh, of course, You don't want to yeah. be like, you, so you, you want to, like, you want to make out about it? Yeah, see, the thing no, is, no. I have, like, a very, I have, like, a deadpan face. I look very serious. Yes, yes. So if I say that to a chick, she'll be like, I she'll either have like, to make out with this guy or he's going to murder me. She's like, <laughs> she, it's like a Louis C.K. moment. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like I'm just gonna whip up my dick and start jerking. You know, it's crazy because I came, I like, oh my god, it. <laughs> I was thinking of, I was thinking of like, um, like you know how people when they throw a paper ball into a can, they'll say Kobe. Yeah. So like, I come over, 
and then uh, I come I come in and you close the door behind and just whip out your dick and start jerking off and then you say Louis C K and I'm like oh no I got like I gotta go like I thought I thought that was like your equivalent because you know how Louis is one of the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. Th- I wasn't gonna say it as a b- but it it was a thought that came into my head and then I was like I can't say it I'm I'm so glad I I could cut stuff out of the podcast. <laughs> Louie, yeah, you just will yeah. Louie, yeah, yeah. Louie. <laughs> Louie. And then you fucking just start jerking off, and I'm like, all right, bro. That's good one, but can we do the podcast? You're like, my gay roommates love this one. I don't know. <laughs> you know, this isn't funny. Yeah, what's your problem? Yeah. Dude, everyone around here loves this Yeah, one. everyone loves Louie. <laughs> Louie. Whenever I do Louie. <laughs> Yeah, but so, that, that so that guy he tried. He, yeah, he was he was just like, uh, yeah, hey man, let me suck you off, and I'm just like, nah, I'm okay. He said nah. Yeah, and he and then he was like, I'll do a really good job. He's like sucking you off. He's like you gay or something. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> so funny. He's like, dude, I'm just kidding. You fucking gay. No. He's like, you, you you're so gay, dude. He's like, you know, the only reason I asked you is because you're so gay. <laughs> <laughs> peace <laughs> and you're like fuck this, this guy just roast me i fucking hate this guy yeah he roasted me like an eighth grader would yeah <laughs> your mom's gay huh and <laughs> you're like ah, oh, he fucking got me dude i'm off right now like you don't have a comeback i hate that yeah but he he was he responded like uh i was like i don't i don't want you to jerk me off and he was like i'll do a good job that was his response like oh, damn i think like like he that thought guy is awesome yeah i mean he's <laughs> he's like a he very persistent. I could learn I something from that guy. I think like that's fucking crazy. But he thought the problem was it was a skill thing. Like I was like, oh, oh. I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think you're gonna dr- do a good job jerking me off. You don't no, look I like am. you. You're built for this, son. But yeah, and he was like, I assure you, I am very well. <laughs> Sir, I have references if you need. Like, look at my resume. I've, I've blown. I've blown half the block. Look at my grinder profile. Look at all these satisfying <laughs> look at these matches. matches. <laughs> but that was the only time. Um, I'd be offended if like so. Actually, I am offended because uh, gay Mike doesn't hit on me enough. Right? Yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with me? You would come on, bro. That's a common misconception about uh, gay dudes. I think is like, I think straight dudes are like, oh, gay people just hit on dudes. It's like, no, they don't. But and they, really but they kind, they. You know what it is? We're just not gay tens. So that's very true. We're probably like, I don't. Three. I'm like, dude. yeah, gay I'm probably like a gay clean three. Up. Yeah, sadly, I'm probably like a gay three, and it hurts <laughs> thinking about it. Well, I mean, a gay three is like a straight seven, because gay I don't know. clean up so well. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, have you seen that? Oh. Uh, clips. Yeah, like, I mean, it's not like I've DVR'd the whole thing and watched all the episodes, but like, oh wait, I thought you were saying the other thing, that like a straight guy, I mean, a, a gay guy doesn't rank high in straight. No, 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 they do rank high and straight. They do, yeah. That's yeah. why the queer eyes help the straight guys. Yeah, to get because they're they're just so like they just know what they're doing with the way they dress and everything they do. They're like, like how? Yeah, they're why all... would I fuck you? Hold on, let me see. Why? What, like, how? Why would I? Hold on. You need shorter shorts, <laughs> and then I'm like, all right. Straight women fall for gay dudes all the time, and it's <laughs> not because, dude. They to a deep level, they know they're gay. But there's but gay dudes look so picture perfect with every like mm. how they dress, it's they can't resist. You know what's funny? My gay friend isn't like that really. Like he's so like, 
he's so effeminate like his voice and everything mm-hmm. but he's like such a like a like a like his actions he's like a dirty gay guy like he's like he's like just another you piece of shit that. he's yeah. just another piece of shit he's he, it's so great he's like such a shining example of like yeah this could be a gay guy too he's like he's just like i don't know bro like he he's one of the, he would probably come up to you and be like what's up you trying to He's trying to he's trying to catch a blowy right slicked. now. Yeah, 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 and he's like, "I'll do a fucking great job. I'll do better job than that Asian guy. <laughs> he'll, he'll go fight that Asian guy, <laughs> dude." But he's so effeminate, so like everything he does in jujitsu almost looks flamboyant. Like he throws his legs over his head, like very easily. Like tries to roll, like leg lock you with like he fights upside down and shit. His at like his ass is in his own face. Like he's. <laughs> It's crazy, dude. He's licking his own ass. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> me and my friend were thinking like, what's the point of jujitsu? Like, is it just to get limber enough to suck your own dick? Is that really the thing? Because like a lot of our attacks come from us being upside down, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what's the po- like? Why is my head so in a combat situation? Why would I ever be this close to my dick? Why would I be upside down? Yeah. And then he's like, it, they're probably trying to turn us gay. Dude. This is just <laughs> high level gay sex. But that that guy you you were saying like he he's he's like a beast. Oh, I gotta I gotta uh, hold on one second. Yeah, he is a beast. I gotta so um, the parking situation in New York. There's an app that you can use. So unless I I do it now, I'm gonna get fucking fine. No no, I could do it on like we could keep going, but I'm just gonna do it on on the app while you're talking. What what were you saying? No, Sorry. I was saying your friend is like a beast, right? Oh yeah, for say? sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of my toughest training partners. Probably, like, top five right now, especially during the pandy. So is he... So he's your level? Um. Your yeah, team? yeah. I would say he's my level. Easily. Easily. No no doubt in my mind. Like, if not, I think he has the potential to be better than me. Mm-hmm. But... And he's younger. Um, He's not better looking, though. Fuck him. And, uh, yeah, I think I think he's he's got the potential to be one of the best in the world. But it's crazy, yeah. He's so gay, very off-putting for like the old guard in jujitsu. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they they don't like that. Well, they're all like super. These like macho Brazilians are like the old yes, guard. Exactly. I just saved myself like a f- fucking fifty dollar ticket. Yeah, of course. Um, what were we talking about just now? Gay Mike. Well, we've been talking about gay people for the last six hours. That's all we end up talking about on my podcast. Not for nothing. Like we're just we just have an extreme fascination with Gay Mike, and he's yeah. he's a specimen, you know. <laughs> so like we just kind of end up talking about him the whole time. Oh, I do have to do um two commercials. I might as well do one now. Yeah, do it. We're uh, and we're at like forty two minutes. This has been this has been a good podcast. All right, so the first one. The first one. All right, you guys know and love him. Uh, very consistent uh, sponsor for the podcast. It's Blue Chew. So, um, last podcast I had like a thirty-year-old on. How old are you? Twenty-seven. You're getting up there. I'm twenty-eight. I just turned twenty-eight. You're probably gonna have to get a couple Blue Chews soon. <laughs> have you ever? <laughs> have you ever run into like uh, that problem? Like, you ever been too drunk or like maybe too coked out or something, or like? You couldn't, it didn't work? There was one time I was hooking up with a fat girl. Okay. And she was... I feel like that's a common theme. Is it? Is it for you? What? Do you like, are you like a chubby chaser or no? 
I mean, you you get what you can get. That's what. Yes. Okay, I that's mean, the answer I was looking for. Okay, okay. Like, okay. I'm not gonna lie and say I'm fucking models out here. All right. A couple of fatties in my lineup. We're in Hell's Kitchen. They came for the kitchen part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If, I mean, if they can cook, they can cook. But I was hooking up with this fat, fat chick, and she was just like on top of me. And she was smothering me. I just had no oxygen. So I couldn't oh. get it up. I think there was literally not enough air in my bloodstream to get my dick up. Were you guys even doing sex or she was just smothering you? What do you mean she was on top of you? I couldn't she, I, breathe. She was just like, she was just, we were just making out and she was on top. Oh, okay, like, okay, I okay. breathe. You know, and the room was like getting humid. You're, you're, the room is spinning? Yeah. <laughs> it's like making out with a bear. She's like... <laughs> I love your claws. Like yeah. it was probably that like Khabib, dude. It was probably the fucking tuna can girl from the creek in the cove, dude. She's a predator. <laughs> she's definitely a predator. You, you like bears are predators. She's a predator, dude. I, it was it was definitely her. Yeah, I was raped. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta find her, dude. I'm gonna find that bitch. But now, let's uh, let's 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 go back in time a bit. If yeah. you had Blue Chew there. I'm sure you would have put up a better fight. Absolutely. Even if you pass out, the blue chew activates. <laughs> <laughs> you just have the fucking hard day. It doesn't matter if you're passed out. The blue chew does all the work for you. Yeah, right. And Wait, is that true? Does it actually... It like does Even if you're passed out? Like every, just, dude, everything. So you've had it. Listen, I take about three before I do any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't, hey, don't dart your that eyes down. It. We have a table here. I have the fucking the angles all set up so that you don't look down. So just please don't peek down yeah. into the Yes, well, but I've I take been, I've been feeling something pressing to my knee. It's not that big, brother. It's not that big, brother. Take three blue chews. It might get that big. <laughs> it might fucking burst out the skin. <laughs> yeah, so it helps me focus. <laughs> So that's what I think. <laughs> I feel like that would hurt your concentration. I'm just so horny right now, dude. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I mean, again, you're in Hell's Kitchen. I'm in Hell's Kitchen. I'm in the right place, brother. So, all right. Um, Yeah, so if you had those blue chews, you wouldn't have that problem. Mm -hmm. You could just walk in there confidently. And since it's a chewable tablet, you could just, like, I don't know, like, you, you could just... Like you're eating gummies and right. you have it and you have it mixed into your Welch's fruit gummies. Yeah. And you're just popping them in your mouth. Yeah, no big deal. No, no, no. You can't have any because you don't know which one it is. So you just got to eat all of them. Yeah. And then it'll hit like what? It's 15 minutes. Takes 15 minutes. Um, Yeah. So how long, uh, how long does it last? Uh, Too long sometimes. But uh, it says two hours. You have two hours. You have an erection for two hours. No, you have the ability to. You ha you control it with your mind. It's like. Can you really do that? Yeah, it's like all right. I want to be hard, and then it starts. It's like, like you just press the button on up on the elevator, and you just. And then can you do you have more control? Like I want to be down. No, it's just like, <laughs> no. like once you activate. We're going up, bro. And then you just keep going. <laughs> you know how to get it down. Yeah, it's yeah. like an elevator that just never it never, never drops. You the only space the only person who can drop it is like. A woman with a firefighter key. You know how they have the special keys for the elevator? That's the only way she could get it down. She has to get you to bust. Okay. And then that's the only way it'll go away for like five minutes until you press that button again, brother. That's actually kind of cool, though. It is. Have you ever heard of those people who have the button on their in their... um? So when you're old, 
let's say you have a prostate cancer and they have to cut your prostate you can't get an erection anymore so what they do is they put like this inflatable thing it's it, it, you press a button in your balls and your penis pumps to a to a hard on i'm not even joking this is so upsetting why why <laughs> you're talking about getting your prostate cut out and and getting fake erections well it's because my dad had prostate cancer and we and he's like how am i gonna fucking bust anymore and then he's like listen guys i want to take out a loan and get like this fucking ball ball thing this ball thing so is it i want to get this switch in my nuts that gets me hard but is it a switch or is it like a pump? i thought it was a pump like a Reebok pump. Yeah. <laughs> like a the shoe pump. Yeah, and then you <laughs> jump higher and, yeah. you know. So it's a bu- it's a switch. It's, it's a pump or a switch. I don't know, but I know it's real. Okay. I mean, and, your dad never showed you. And he wants it. No, he never got it. He oh, never, no. No, yeah, yeah. He never got it. He never got it. I don't know if his dick works. I never asked. But, but, you can, but with this thing, you can actually, like, fuck and, like, have orgasms? Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. Like, um... He should definitely get it. I remember hearing on a podcast. Yo, do you? All right. This is how much. I don't know if this is telling how much like a, a piece of shit I am, but do you listen to this podcast called Calm Town? I mean, it's, it's so popular and I, I don't, but like. You've yeah, heard of it? Yeah, of course. Oh, awesome. Do you know those guys? What well, I mean, I, sh- I remember like comedians named off their names before and I didn't recognize them and they uh-huh. were like, that's atrocious that you don't know them. So really? I don't know them, but I should know them. Do you know Stavros, the the fat one? No. No? All right. Well, anyway, he was talking about a guy in Greece who, like, had it, and he would just show it off. He's like, check it out. I could the just, pump? Yeah, he's like, I could just get hard. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's he's technology. Like, just, he's in a Greek cafe. He's just fucking drinking coffee. He's like, hey, you want to see, yeah. see how hard my dick could get? Why wouldn't you? It's like you show off your iPhone, you know? Yeah, and actually, big news. I got an email the other day. Blue Chew's coming out with their own uh, dick pump. So after you do the blue chews, if that doesn't work anymore, say you, you had prostate cancer, you still want to get a hard on. Yeah. You you get the blue chew um dick pump in your mm. dick. So I'm very excited for that. Hopefully that comes out by the end of the year. And now we actually gotta do another one. I, I don't think I brought the product with me, but we're on to our next commercial. Now Okay. So what happens to me is after I take four blue chews, I get all worked up, right? Okay. And it's hard to go to sleep. Okay. So, how would I go to sleep? That's where CBDZZZ comes in. Wow. And it's the CBD gummies that we sell. They're $25 shipped anywhere. $20 if you see me in person. And uh, <laughs> and they've got melatonin in it. 500 milligrams of melatonin and 100 milligrams of CBD. And let me tell you, brother, if I'm doing blow, if I'm tripping balls, if I'm up on four blue chews, nothing knocks me out like CBD, ZZZ. Wow. Do you have trouble going to sleep? Do you have demons or anything? No. I feel great. You feel great? Listen, for the sake of commercial, of the commercial, you have insomnia, okay? I have, I have trouble sleeping. Yeah. Oh, man. That's so common. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's tough. So, you know what I would recommend? What? Taking four blue chews first, <laughs> right? <laughs> Calling that fat girl. Yeah. The one that so generously made out with you and tried to make out with me. She got fatter. She got fatter. Yeah, I stalked her recently. You she got huge. Thicker. Fatter, dude. Oh, no. Thick is nice. 
You know, Thick fat is, is nice. Uh, fat is nice. Fat is nice. No, it's not. That is not nice. Okay, well, anyway, call her. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need to sleep afterwards and the regret won't let you. Yeah. Like the sheer, the memories are haunting you. Like, you know, you're hurt. You're bruised up. Like, you almost died. You're traumatized. Take a couple, take two CBDZZZ and see how you feel. Okay. And you'll probably wake up the next day. She'll still be there. Maybe take two more and she'll go away after that second nap. And, uh, oh, promo code fourth stringers. Um, shout out to A List CBD. They got a storefront. I'll get the address. I'll put it up. And, uh, yeah, those are, those are the commercials. Nice. Killed it. Now we're back to the podcast, brother. <laughs> Dude, that was great. Thanks for helping me. I'm definitely going to clip that. <laughs> of course. I dude. need to do that. Of course. So what are your plans for, like, the future? Are you my fucking dad? What is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, dude. I need to know what the fuck you're getting into, dude. Um, So with quarantine, it's, it's, it's the timeline's obviously shifted. Yeah. Um. But I think, uh, you know, what you try to do nowadays is, is kind of try to do what uh, Schultz did. You, you know Andrew Schultz, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you want to post online content and be able to get, like, a fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully it's big enough where you can start touring on the road and actually be a draw so you can start headlining clubs. Yeah. And in the meantime, I mean, you're always just trying to be a better stand-up comic. That's the yeah. first That's the First, first and foremost, is. yeah. Just get up on stage as much as possible and work on your craft. Mm-hmm. Just like BJJ. What, um... Who does like your editing and stuff? Because that's a lot of work. I do it all. Really? Yeah. So you learned Premiere or whatever. What do you use? I use the free video editor called. Uh, well, I, I do different things for like audio and video. For video, I use something called DaVinci Resolve, which is a free version, mm-hmm. and it's actually a pretty powerful video editor. Cool. Um. So I use that, and then uh for audio, I use Audacity, which I don't know what you use. Uh, f- to like record my podcast, I use something to edit. To edit. Oh, um, like the editing software. I just use uh, I got Adobe Creative Cloud or whatever. It's like thirty bucks a month yeah. or some shit like that, yeah, and like you just have everything. Well, because I also do designs, so like I need the Illustrator and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So I do Premiere and design. So at the end of the day, it it pays for itself with if I use it enough, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, dude, it's so taxing. Like editing is so tedious, so fucking tedious. I remember watching one of your Instagram things and like it had subtitles. I was reading them and it's like audio only, subtitles, <laughs> subtitles gone from here on out. I'm I like, mean, yeah, I'll I feel subtitle you. like the first minute. Yeah, yeah. If it's like a four, because I think that was a four minute clip. Yeah, yeah, it I'm was. Like, I'm not going to subtitle four minutes. It's so much work. Yes, exactly. And like I got better at subtitling, but it's so tedious. Yeah, it's it so fucking tedious. And I can't even imagine on that, like. Adobe's supposed to be pretty easy to use and even then it's like such a bitch. I just want to pay somebody or like but I don't have like right now resources. Yeah, exactly. like I'm trying to get an intern. So like uh in jujitsu there's like five different levels. There's white, blue, purple, brown, black. I'm a purple belt, but I'm like I'm pretty up there. So um I'm trying to get one of the white belts to like intern for me like and i'll be like yo i'll teach you technique or whatever i'll give you privates for free if you just fucking yeah I come here totally yeah easy. yeah and it's so funny like i'm having like white belt tryouts I'm like all right all right first we got to see who wins the kumite like <laughs> i gotta i'm gonna make them all fight yeah see who wins that and then 
see how smart they are with computers and we'll get it worked out. That's going to be fun. I mean, that's I I think that's eventually what you need to do is you need to have other people editing and you have to outsource it other stuff because you need to focus on bigger things like all all like comics like who are doing real well like tim dylan for instance i love tim dylan dude tim dylan actually um gets his videos edited and has all his technical stuff edited by a lower level comic and interesting right now is a guy called dan carney who's really funny and he's like his opener and his video editor oh shit exchange like that kind of like what you're talking about with the white belts where yeah yeah you're exchanging like the things you can provide for the services like that video editing that mentorship like mentorship extends like I feel like in all things like it's such a shortcut to getting where you want to be like a higher level of success in whatever you're doing because the only reason I got to the level I am I'm like standing on the shoulders of giants like they they paved the way before me they took me under their wing like I I can I have like two main mentors who like Literally, like, every day they, they would check on me. They'd ask me what techniques I'm working on, how my roles went, yeah. what my mindset is, how my body feels. And, like, it trained me to learn how to treat myself like a real athlete mm-hmm. and um, be more cerebral about my training as opposed to just going there and being, like, a fucking meathead and just, you know, not really progressing. Yeah. So when you have, like, somebody, like, I'd imagine Tim Dillon and what's the other guy's name, Dan? Dan Carney. Dan Carney. Yeah. Like Dan Carney has that mentor oh, to show right. him the way yeah. and to be like, yo, this is what you got to do. This is how you do it and stick with me and you'll see like, that's fucking crazy, dude. Like, do, do you have anybody like that for you in comedy? No. And I think most comedians don't. And that's something that is really disappointing about comedy. It is. is yeah. There's a very few comedians that are like in the stratosphere that reach down to like. To help. To help because. And it's not their fault. It's because there's so many comics really? at, like, at like trying to get in that it's hard to tell like who has potential and who doesn't. And it's not like they're active in like su- like comics who are high up. They're not super active in like bar shows and like mics. Mm-hmm, so they don't mm-hmm. they can't see for themselves like who actually has potential and who doesn't. So while it's nice to have like a mentor and uh, you know have someone kind of like reach down yeah and help you like you as a comic you just can't expect it. And you need to like build everything. Yeah, yeah. You need to take it upon own. yourself. Yeah. And do that. Which is, I mean, again, like Schultz is a great example because like he's a guy who the industry didn't like him. It's not like he, I uh-huh. don't think he really opened for anyone significant. Yeah, like, yeah. He kind of built it himself, and he's a killer. So, um, I think comics just need to follow that that path. It's hard also to translate the art of comedy from live to video i feel like i feel like it's so different like when i'm watching comedy yeah i'm definitely not laughing as much as when i go to see comedy live yeah like you're it's like a vibe there i don't know yeah it's it's definitely a aura and it's what's interesting is that it's just different too like specials Uh that are really good yeah actually might not be as good live whereas like some killers Uh live might actually come off worse than a special Oh shit, interesting. Yeah, and I think with comedy if it's taped, you really have to focus on the art of it and mm-hmm. you have to focus on your writing and your performance whereas like doing it live, you have to be able to focus on the energy of the room. Oh, that's, that's something interesting. that can't be captured by yeah. yeah, that can't be captured in video. 
The only yeah, thing being can't. captured in video is the sound, the words, and like the image. Yeah. The energy is so lost. Yeah. You can't. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. And that's that, like we say in jujitsu that competition is its own muscle. There's almost no way to train for competition in a gym. You have to go up and do yeah. it yeah. because, and if you don't do it, it atrophies. That muscle will atrophy. And, and there's no other way to get better than to just do it. So like you, you're telling me like, that energy like i i can't even imagine trying to manipulate that energy on stage or some shit or be even aware of it you yeah. know like i i'm so far from that level of it's cool to hear about you like like uh that is that's fucking sick dude well i mean like i'm like a little over three years in the comedy so oh like, really yeah so my understanding of it isn't great either but uh-huh. i mean like you know someone who's been in comedy for like 10 plus years uh-huh they just it's just like this amorphous thing that they know how to work with like mm-hmm. the energy of the crowd yeah um and so for someone who's like you know three years like if you're less than 10 years in like you you kind of don't really know what the fuck you're doing yeah 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 same thing with jujitsu it feels like dude same thing that's why when i saw you like being consistent it's like um i was like it's uh, so much respect it's an art like what I do is an art, what you do is an art, and for you to, like, keep going up, I you stuck out to me. That's why I, I even decided to follow you because I was like, dude, this guy's funny. And it and it's not that, like, you're self-aware enough to know that you don't know shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like is the biggest thing in a lot of, oh, absolutely. It, like, like, you have to know you're ignorant and yeah. you're, like, a piece of shit. Like, yeah. know your place, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you don't know your place, you're going to come off like such a fucking dick to like to everybody else who does know your place. And, and it's just cringy. And th- I think that's a lot of problem with comics. I mean, the biggest thing with comedy is like self-awareness, like mm-hmm. how you're coming off mm-hmm. because you have to know exactly how you come off when you're delivering something in order to yeah. make it funny. But there's a lot of comics who just have no self-awareness at all. And they think they're being funny. And oh they my bomb. god, that's so great for me as an audience member to like. Oh my god, like it's just so, so funny cringy. to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't do well with cringe, dude. It, that that's something that gets me. Like I I see that shit and I'm like, ah, oh, like I I almost can't stand it. Like in movies, I have to like turn away. Like it's too much for me, dude. Well, that's all comedy is. It's just a big big cringe fest. I fucking love that though. Like it's so like to see that in person that must be so crazy. Like your boy goes up on stage like he's like I want to try this new bit out and you're like yeah go for it and he just completely bombs and you're just like don't even know what to say or like you're just fucking roasting him. I don't know how it would be. Like what's the if your friend bombs like do you do you like console him? No. You just fucking you're like that sucked dude. (laughs) The fuck was that? Yeah, I mean, there's the thing where like, if you're uh, this is this is always what happens when like a comic is in the room watching your set mm-hmm. and you're on stage and you're bombing, mm-hmm. you'll say the joke, then there'll be a silence, but that silence is where the laugh should be. Yes, but you're you're bombing, so yes, silence. Yeah, yeah. And then after that silence, then your friend laughs. <laughs> That's the comic laugh because they're <laughs> laughing at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that shit is so annoying, and that has happened to me so many times. Oh my god! Just like <laughs> constantly going up and like almost embarrassing yourself. Like I'd imagine, oh, yeah. how, like, dude, that that builds up such an armor. I'd imagine, like, you would think, but it uh, still hurts. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> no, that's good. I feel like that's good because 
I'm I still allow myself to get nervous before competitions, yeah. and I still like it still matters to me. Even local level competitions, mm-hmm. I feel like once you lose that, it loses its luster. Like you almost don't even care anymore. Like that's cool that it still hurts. Like you don't you still care. You know, right? You right. still care about what people think and like if you're funny. You know what I mean? Like right. I mean that nervousness puts you on edge and it makes you like sharp. Yeah, yeah. You sharper. You just don't have to you just have to avoid making it like paralyze you, like letting it paralyze you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that that crippling fear. Oh my god. I'm so familiar with that though. Like you see somebody like like your next opponent just broke the guy's leg and you have him next. That's terrible. That and you're like awful. Uh, okay like see that's a different type of i feel like that level of nervousness is just totally different than comedy because uh, comedy real, i feel it's that's funny real though it, like, it feels like worse it feels worse for me to go really <laughs> right really? now it feels worse because i remember bombing and i'm like oh my god <laughs> my brother saw me like it was the worst thing that could ever happen like just just that level of cringe was so bad like oh god I bombed so hard. It was great. I want to do it again. That's another reason why I, like, hit you up. I wanted to see what the steps were for, like, somebody who wants to get into comedy, especially now. Like, I don't know if you have any insight to that because it's such a weird time. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of outdoor mics that are going on right now. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, if you're you're going into comedy, the best thing to do is to go to an open mic and consistently go to open mics, like, every, like, go every day. Um, and there's ones in Central Park. There's ones in uh, in Washington Square Park. Just mm-hmm. parks all around the city. And just go. Just do comedy. That's interesting. Because doing like... I need to find them. How the fuck do you find them? They're kind of... You You have to... I mean, you can ask me about like which ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can ask people who have been like doing mics consistently. Uh-huh. Um, but mics are something that you should do a lot. Like two years in and then after two years if you've been going up like a lot like mm-hmm. like at least like 15 times a week then you should probably stop because after a while mics start giving you like teaching you like bad habits oh. open mics because like open what mics are just comics you know mm-hmm. just all comics and what an open mic does it teaches you how to write a joke and it teaches you the basics of like stage presence just being up there and yeah not yeah yeah a lot of people do weird things, man. Like when they first start out, like yeah, I got naked the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked a pig on stage. Yeah, it was crazy. It was weird. It was weird, but I I had to I had to break that sh- habit. <laughs> <laughs> I just carry all these pigs with me all the time. It's crazy. Uh, some people like hold the mic away from their face. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what you were talking about. I got I got this this fucking huge black guy pulls me aside after the black cat. He's like, you're funny, man, but that mic was like all the way out there. I didn't hear a damn thing you said. I'm yeah. like, how's I funny then? You didn't I just look funny? Like, fuck you, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I just laugh. He's trying to pad the uh, piece of advice with a compliment. Yeah. Um, so it's just like the basics of uh, just being normal on stage, holding the mic straight. Yeah, being normal. Not shaking. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to get bad because you know how you were talking about how the creek is really clicky? Yeah. So after a while, once you get to know everyone in the crowd, uh-huh. they start to laugh at everything. You oh say. God, that's even worse. I feel like yeah. I'd rather you not laugh at shit. Yeah. And then like, cause like then that's a false. You don't have the self awareness anymore. Exactly. Like. And then you try those jokes out at shows, and then they they. Oh God. 
Yeah. The bomb at a show must be so much different than a bomb at an open mic. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's more telling because if you bomb at an open mic, it means nothing. It's like these are comics; they yeah. don't really know what's funny. Whereas, like at <laughs> <That's> a crowd, <laughs> it's like that's just mad funny. It's like it's like that's how you pad your own brain. It's like none of these fuckers know any what's funny, dude. I'm fucking funny, bro. Right. All right, but they don't. They yeah, really don't yeah. Know what's I, funny. I I know what you mean by that. Yeah, yeah. The environment is so weird. It's where, clicky, like, dude. It's clicky and like comics are so jaded where in order to get a laugh from comics, you end up having to say some outlandish shit. Yeah. Like if you go up at an open mic and you, you're like, my retarded baby was raping a, yeah, that's yeah. going to kill because like comics would just be like, holy, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and they'll yeah, laugh yeah. at that. Is retarded not a good thing to say anymore? I mean, no, but who gives a shit? No, I meant like in com, you think in comedy, like it's, is has the like, dude, People who write like articles about comedy or like talk about comedy from the outside, they make it seem like like it's just a lot of misinformation. So I was oh, yeah. just I was just wondering like, is it really social justicey over there in comedy? There's uh, in Brooklyn it is, but in yeah. the city, no. And New York is still Manhattan is still like kind of a bastion for like non PC comedy, and okay. a lot of it's unfortunate because a lot of local scenes like Atlanta was super PC. And like oh, I think sucks. like Chicago's pretty PC. A lot of places are very very PC. I can imagine like white comics trying to do shit over there, and like they have to just tailor their set and stuff. And then like that that sucks. I feel like that just sucks. Like, the fucked up thing is the PCness is enforced by white people. Oh god, that's it's so those, cringe. It's those types of white people. That's so cringy, and they're like the loudest ones. That's the one percent on Twitter who's yelling at yeah. everybody. Yeah. And the ironic thing about them is, like, those types of white people don't hang out with minorities. The most social justice Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like, the biggest fucking, like, no, stereotyping people, I feel like, sometimes. Like, I don't know, man. Like, they show their true colors sometimes is what I mean. Absolutely. They yeah. show it with their actions. Uh-huh. Because they never perform in front of, like, crowds that aren't white either. Really? I've never seen a hipster comic in front of a black audience. Are you kidding me? Never happened. Well, because they're probably just not funny. They're not funny. And like a black audience would expose them. And they don't want to because they're not open-minded. And they don't want to what? They don't want to like perform in front of a crowd that's not white because they're not Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like hiding behind a wall of social justice. Yeah. So it's just like white people who preach about how racism is bad to other white Mm -hmm. people without actually friending someone of color. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why New York is it's cra- it's crazy cuz like I grew up I grew up in Queens, literally the most diverse city so diverse. in the fucking planet, yeah, right? Yeah. So like got everybody there. Yeah, everybody from like every single everybody. culture. Yeah. So wild. Um it's weird to see those people come in from out of state and like try to like it's like you're kissing up to minorities or something. Like, yeah. like, uh, okay, I, okay, you understand my struggle. All right, cool, bro. Like, just be yourself, yeah. dude. Like, that's the best thing you could do if you don't have hate in your heart and you're not really a racist. Just be yourself, and it'll all work itself out. Like, what's funny's funny. 
what's cringe is cringe. Stop yelling at me for making a re- retard joke because I love making. The, I love love on the spectrum. It's one. Of, it's <laughs> funny ass. Show. It is a funny ass <laughs> show. show. So so please don't yell at me. Like let me talk about love on the spectrum yeah. on my show. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I was just worried. Like if I go up, <clears throat> some like woke white dude is gonna yell at me, and then I'm gonna be like. Yeah, I mean, it might happen, yeah. but those That's people great. never last in comedy. They quit. Comedy's hard. And they don't love comedy. They they use comedy as a platform to be like a pseudo-intellectual, which is actually what they want to be. Mm. They don't want to, yeah, they don't want to be a comic. They just want to be somebody who speaks and people listen to. Yeah. Because pseudo-intellectual, you're not even a real intellectual. You're just no. saying bullshit. You're yeah. just recycling garbage you heard from Jordan Peterson and like... Jordan Peterson. I mean, they all hate Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Whatever. Like, he's just a fucking example. Like, dude, I can't stand people like that. That shit gets me so mad. Is like the people who like you don't talk like this normally. I know you're quoting somebody. I know you're just literally saying like Jordan Peterson word for word. Like, yeah, we're not having a conversation anymore. You're giving me a lecture. Right, right. I don't so want to listen to a lecture, bro. Yeah. Like, just fucking tell me what your opinions are. Don't tell me. Oh, well, if you really think about it, the path a man takes in life. Like, just like like the allegory of the kid. Ah, fuck, dude. I have a friend like that. That's lacking self-awareness, too. I feel like I feel like I, my self-awareness is very shitty. I've been working on it for a very long time. But, like, when I see my friend acting like that, I'm like, I just want to shake him. I just want to be like, dude, yeah. this isn't it. Yeah. This isn't it, brother. Like, you don't sound smart saying this. I mean, to some people you might, but, like, I don't know. I'm not connecting with you right now. You can like see, th- you can see through it. So yeah, really. yeah. Like, what are your opinions? Right. Don't like you. You're just giving me talking points yeah. that you heard. Yeah. Dude, I could go on with that shit fucking forever. I wonder if comedy. Uh, another thing I wanted to ask about comedy, actually. So like, we got to uh, social justice. Um, what about like stealing, like stealing jokes and shit like that? Do you, is that very prevalent at like? I feel like that would be so prevalent in like open mics. No, no, no. no really? No, 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 you can't. You can't do that. Like stealing bits and shit like that. You, no, that's a huge no-no for a comic. Like if you're a comic, you pride yourself on writing your your shit. Yeah. I mean, that's what it. That's what the art is. Uh huh. Coming up with your shit. So if you steal a joke, like. You get called out on it immediately. Really? And like people don't fuck with you. Yeah. Interesting. On Twitter, though, people steer jokes all the time. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's so, like, everyone just, like, takes what they saw and then just writes it with no at. And then, yeah, 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 and then it's just like, I don't know, I thought of it. Yeah. Like, and then nobody even cares, honestly. I feel like nobody cares. Like, you'll see the response under, and they're like, this happened 20 minutes ago, and you posted it. And then some other guy will be like, yeah, great. Uh, Nobody fucking cares, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I... I don't know, dude. Uh, that's so that happens in jujitsu too. Um, you can make up a new technique. Like I've made up technique. Mm. So like all the movements, as long as grappling's been around, there's still different systems and movements you can invent. And a lot of people steal it, and then they'll systemize it. They'll be like, and slap a name on it, and be like, "This is my system. Mm. Like this is the f- the the Fabian leg lock system." When in reality, it was somebody else, and they just didn't systemize it. You came into their gym, learned it, and then 
put a DVD out and made like $100,000 because you fucking stole their technique. Yeah. So technique is kind of like a, it's kind of like uh, like an arms race. It's an arms race in jiu-jitsu. So like four years ago, leg locks came out like back into um, like fashion, I guess. And uh, that completely changed everything. Now like heel hooks, you see heel hooks in MMA or whatever, like just a bunch of leg locks as opposed to back in the day, it was just classic like arm bar, rear naked choke. Now the game has changed so much. It's so um, deep and uh, yeah, it's just new technology and shit like that. But people steal techniques all the time. Yeah. So with almost no repercussion. So I was just wondering if I, I like that the comedy community does a good job of. Well, checking. that's, that's all we have, you know, because if you think about that in. Oh. You, I'm listening. What are you saying? Yeah, I'm saying like that's that's really all we have because if you think about what comedy is, it's just you're talking, right? So it's yeah. not like music or it's not like BJJ where like you're learning a skill set and there's like technical things you have to master. Yeah. We all ma- we all have mastered the technical things because we've been practicing it our entire lives. It's just uh-huh. talking. Oh, uh, okay. So what is stand-up? Stand-up is the art of like creating your own material. So that's the okay. essence. So because that's the only thing there is, that's why you can't steal and it's so heavily policed. Mm. You know? Because BJJ, it's like you could still be a grandmaster and having put like like a ton of work in and like not created a new technique because there's so yeah. many techniques out there uh-huh. and it takes work to master that. Yes. So, but that's really cool, you know? Because I was wondering like, if you look at BJJ today, uh huh, it's probably so different than it was like twenty years ago. Like ridiculously different. Like you put a blue belt from here against you put him in a time machine, and put him against people from like ten, fifteen years ago. He'll steamroll them. If you put a blue belt from that's awesome from here yeah. from like this time zone, like this level of jujitsu, you put him back in the first UFC, he would murder everybody. That's crazy. And that's what happened in the first UFC before it was a tournament. I don't know if you ever saw the first UFC. Hoist Gracie, right? Yeah, Hoist. Yeah. So the Gracies invented the UFC in order to put jiu-jitsu up against different martial arts. Yeah. And before it was a tournament. No weight limit. Yeah, I saw um, that. Yeah, and like... People you put, come in with like one glove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 one glove. I forgot that dude's name. Um, But uh, so Hoist came in there with the gi and just started like... They're used to that no time limit fight. So he would have like a 30-minute fight and then like getting punched in the face repeatedly yeah. and then just eke out an arm bar against like a guy like 30 pounds heavier than Crazy. him. But it's because they were so unfamiliar with the art that that's why I was able to work. Mm-hmm. Like, but his level compared to the level of a, like a competitive blue belt now, like that black belt back in the day, you would get murdered. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, scary, like scary murder, dude. It's 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 crazy what happens when technology is like introduced to it like it became worldwide and youtube and And it's just a popular thing like i think you can kind of compare it to like basketball where if you look at basketball in like the 1960s (laughs) bro any really any third grader playing basketball today really would fucking cross over about like an nba player in the 60s because the sport just didn't evolve you know that's how sports is, is just mm-hmm. people just keep building on the skills and techniques of their predecessors. And the more time goes by, like 
the more things that like people can do. Yeah. Like there's so many more moves that exist today in basketball that just didn't exist even 20 years ago. And I'm admi- and it sounds like it's the exact same thing with BJJ. Do you think comedy has gotten funnier then? Because the technical skill in NBA and the technical skill in jiu-jitsu has gotten better as time went on. So do you think comedy has gotten funnier as time has gone on or or what? Um no. Because, That's crazy. Yeah, because a couple reasons. Again, like the technical aspect of what stand up is is just talking. Yeah. And like again, that's it's not that's not really something you can be that can be built upon. If anything, people are talking less in their regular lives nowadays because oh. there's like they're just on their phones and their Memes social media and, stuff. and like yeah, so you're talking less in your everyday life as opposed to like people back in the day I think would talk more. So uh-huh. in terms of just their like skills on like their speaking like skills. Like communicating, yeah, yeah. It's probably gone down. Oh, shit. Um, there's another aspect of like stage time too, mm-hmm. which back in the day I feel like people actually got more stage time because there weren't, actu- there weren't enough comedians. There weren't as many comedians. Oh. Whereas today it's like there can only be so many stages in mm-hmm. New York. But the, I think the comedians have grown more than the amount of venues. Oh, shit. So we have to split time, uh, you know, with more people and, like, less space. Mm. And so I, get, I think we have less time than we did. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. So I think comedy's actually not gotten funnier. I mean, there's still, you know, really funny people out there. And yeah. I don't think it's, it's necessarily gotten worse. But it's, it hasn't, like, it's, not, it's nothing like BJJ. Uh, just people are just getting better, and better. That sucks because, like, I mean, damn, that sucks. I I really wanted to hear that comedy <laughs> was getting better, but I get it. And no. it's it's crazy that like everyone thinks they could be a comic. I feel like like a lot of people that aren't even funny just think they could be a comic. Yeah, and everyone's like, made someone laugh in comedy. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, you know what? I can fucking do that. I can make somebody laugh. This shit isn't hard. Yeah. But like the true masters of comedy, they they make it look easy. Even though it's such a technical, like, you're, I'm not even aware of what to look for in a high level comic. Like, I don't even know what high level, like, he's just making people laugh while you're looking at them and you're like, oh, wow, his timing on that was like immaculate. Like, oh, shit, like, what a great misdirection. Or, or I, I don't know, like, like, what a great premise. Like, I, I don't, there's so much I'm missing. I, I know, I know that I'm missing, you know? Well, that's, I think that's the best thing about. Like, that's the best comedy is it actually just comes off as someone talking and making people mm. laugh, and it's that simple. But comedy is so hard because you actually add layers of, like, complication when you first start doing comedy just because it's so nerve-wracking and you don't want to bomb. Like, oh yeah, seeing, like, a beginner comic, you can actually see more technical stuff. Like, you can see clear misdirects, and you can see like puns and like uh-huh. shit like that. Like you can see like the, all the technical things they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's actually, that makes for bad comedy. That's what I was going to say. Same thing in jujitsu. When you see the move coming, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to disguise the move. Yeah. It's all like, yeah, yeah. And I, and like, you know, comedy at its best is just so personal to the comic. Uh huh. So it's not like you can say like, oh. oh, he's doing this standard move. It's just like, he's just being himself. And I yeah. feel like it's kind of like that with any sport. A high level sport like if you I just mentioned basketball because basketball is like one of my favorite sports like uh-huh. you see like LeBron James play like he just does shit that is LeBron it's his style yeah you have to put your own style on it yeah Kobe yeah. same thing like 
with BJJ, I'm sure it's the same thing. Where like yeah, you see yeah. the high level oh, guys, oh hell roll, yeah, it's just like that's he has him. a style. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah, and like no one can do what he does, mm-hmm. and it's not like yeah, it's just it's just an art, man. Mm, yeah. That's cool. To, I think that's good advice to just be yourself on stage because no one could be you. So that should be your angle in comedy. Is Absolutely, just to be you. Yeah, like wow. I think um. I mean, I I'm definitely gonna ask you about open mics and stuff because I want to, yeah. yeah, I want to give it a shot. It's and plus now's the best time to do it. I feel like like uh, I'm so not busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the thing. Like I'm not as busy as I was before. Yeah. My gym is closed. I'm kind of listless. So I mean, I might as well Fuck give it. it a shot. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. Anything you want to plug? We're kind of getting. We're winding down to the end of the podcast. Yeah, sure. So I have a podcast. It's called Unpolished. It's mm-hmm. on like Apple, Spotify, etc. Where it's just me talking about a bunch of bullshit. So if I didn't annoy you guys too much today, uh, yeah. check that out. And uh, it's good. I listen to it. It's it's <laughs> funny. It's a funny stream of consciousness. Thanks, man. Um, and then just follow me on Instagram. And yeah, that's where it. it's uh, Alvin Kwai, A L V I N K U A I. All right, no doubt. What I, I wanted to ask you, I forgot. Um. What's that podcast you do with like ten other people? And <laughs> it's uh, three other people. It's called All Fours. It was like it was a podcast I did before my own, and it was uh, with three other comics. So really, really funny. Okay. Um, two four people is just too many for podcast. That's what I was gonna say. It's yeah. too many cucks in the kitchen. <laughs> we or whatever talk, the saying is. Yeah, we would just talk over each other the entire time. That's the thing. You can't talk over each other. And New Yorkers are so... They just want to talk. And comics, too. Oh, my God. They're funny dudes, too. So, Mm -hmm. like, we all, like... If we're riffing, like, we all want to jump in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they... I mean, they all have gold, but, like, you know, I want to say what I want to say, too. So, it's just too many people. Yeah. Yeah. You have to respect that. Fucking, if somebody's talking... That was like the beginning episodes were so bad. I was like, "You gotta fucking stop talking over <laughs> me!" Like, I throw the mic. No. <laughs> How many of it? it this is number fifty-six or se- nice. no? This is fifty-seven. Nice. Been doing this for like two years, on and off, and now we're really on. Great. So, um, because of quarantine, we're like really on. And I, I got all this shit, so I'm mobile now. I don't have to depend on Sebastian anymore. So, um, nice. yeah, I could do this consistently so you're not doing that podcast anymore all fours that's kind of funny it's on hiatus i think it will come back uh when uh how do you get all four of you guys to like meet up at the same time all the time yeah exactly that's not exactly that's not a good one guy's like an upstate vacationing right now (laughs) so it's like we can't do it and and you can't even do it over zoom too because it's so different just sounds bad Yeah, yeah 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 fuck dude all right well um all fours maybe check that out but uh, definitely check out. Don't um, check that. Don't but, check it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should check it. Just watch the clips on his page. They're pretty funny sometimes. Yeah. So we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what was the first one? I forgot it. It's called Unpolished. Unpolished. All right, cool. All right, thanks, guys. Buy CBDs and uh, Bluetooth. Please don't forget the Bluetooth. If you have it, if you take a bunch, take a take a picture, send it to Fort Stringers. Uh, all right, take care. Bye. <laughs>